everybody. And it's Sunday. It must be 4 o'clock, or they're, they're kind of sort of by there. Because here I am, there you are. Brian's here, we're all here. Vikings are playing um, uh, in the afternoon here, so we'll have to give you updates because I need the updates. So, Brian, let's have the update. Where are we at? Right now it's 10-7. Seahawks are up. Ah. It's just the beginning of the second quarter, so okay. yeah. So hopefully better times ahead. Good no. gravy, <laughs> good gravy. We started early last week, too, but... Yeah. And then we... Nope, we don't want to discuss last week. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully you had a great week and you got out there to enjoy the weather. These are going to be short-lived. Well, I'll tell you, though, when that sun goes down, it's a little brisk. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, the other night, I decided I had to burn some boxes. I've been, because it was so dry this summer, I couldn't burn them. So finally, usually I just cut me an Anabazan, a pretty good friend. <laughs> and so, um, so I finally started, uh, what do you call it, breaking them down. And so I had a whole wall just full of broke down boxes. And anyway, so finally I started burning some. And my goodness gracious, now where I, where I park, uh, it's 36 feet wide, okay? And I have to park my avalanche in there. And I have to park, and plus it has some shelving because I got stuff in there. But I have to park, park my big mower. That's a three-blader, you know, so I don't know, 52-inch cut, I think. And then next to that is my four-wheeler. And then next to that is my seventy-two Cushman, and then and then the avalanche got to fit in there, and then I got a push weed whip that's got to fit in there. I do some creative parking, and uh, the winter months does make a difference because I just park the avalanche in and out. You know, the, everything else doesn't move, and so. But yeah, it's but boy, getting rid of those boxes it was like now I just don't, I don't have that that like squeak difference between mm. when I get the mower out that I don't hit the tire of the, you know, the four-wheeler and good gravy. <laughs> yeah. So it's really kind of nice. So I, I come in there and I go, look at me, I got more room. Not much, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. I burned some boxes and then, um, yeah, it was just, it just enjoying. I mean, uh, what was it? Okay, today's Sunday. I think it was yesterday or Friday. Yeah, I, Friday. Friday I lo- mowed the lawn. So it was uh, uh no, Thursday I mowed the lawn. Okay, then Friday it rained leaves. I mean, there you know there wasn't a heavy, heavy rain, but I mean the, the trees just moved. I mean, uh, wind, but just the trees moving a little bit. It was like they were just shaking, dusting themselves off, and it was just man, just constant, steady fall of leaves. And Will asked me, says, "Is it raining out? Because it looked kind of cloudy." Well, technically, yes, but it's not drops, it's leaves. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I love fall. I got a feeling, though, we're not going to, you know, well, everybody said because of the drought, no rain and such like that, it, it's going to blink. You know, it's here, it's gone. It's, we're not going to have, you know, if you didn't get out this weekend and we get any kind of rain or wind this week, yeah, there's not going to be much left. Yep. So, but that's okay. We, you know, it's, we've had that before. In fact, I think it was a couple of years ago that happened too. There was really no fall, but. That's okay. I love winter because then I'm on vacation. I don't have to mow the lawn. I don't have to tend to the flowers, water the buck, you know, water the other baskets and such like that. I got half the work. It's like, oh, Lordy. And I neglect my house kind of during the summer months because I don't want to be in when it's nice, right? And being that we didn't have much rain this year, it was like I was out all the time. And so then you go open the laundry room. And you always think the laundry fairy will come and help you. <laughs> and the broom fairy will come and like sweep something for you. Oh, well, we muddle through. We get it through. So. Hopefully, you guys, anything new on your end of the street this week? Um, No. You know, I was just filling in for a lot of shows earlier yeah. this week for my talk, and uh, and we're keeping it rolling All right. on the weekend. Yeah, so, I had yeah. a couple friends saying, that who's your new producer guy? And I said, 
Brian, why? I think he's on every show today. (laughs) (laughs) I recognize the voice, and I'm like, isn't that Katie's producer? (laughs) So I said, yeah, there was a lot. It was lively down at the station this week. A lot of people out. So you rise to the occasion. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of practice. Mm. So now nothing will stump you. You had it all. Yeah, I I did. I actually was on every single show this week. Yeah. So no, look at that. That's a. For a newbie, that's pretty daggone good. Yeah, throw me in the fire more. <laughs> Yo, <so>. Kitty, <laughs> here you go. Go at it. So that's pretty cool. So hopefully you got some great questions for me today. So you can give a holler at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Uh, one thing that we're going to talk about today is uh, my favorite subject, diatomaceous earth. Diatomaceous earth. And what that is is a one-celled, single-cell single fossilized algae like phytoplankton, and the benefits of it. I mean, it, it repels fleas or it helps you with fleas and ticks naturally. And being that the nights are getting, uh, days are warm, but the nights are cool, the fleas are starting to look for a place to, you know, winter. <laughs> and if you have a lot of sand, you know, in your yard or uh, up at the beach, you know, your cabin or whatever, uh, fleas are more prone to be in sand because it's warm, right? And uh, we don't need to use chemicals. We don't need to use anything like that. We could just do things naturally and so we're going to talk about that and then like the benefits of diatomaceous earth not only for our pets but for us and to teach you a little bit more about it and it's food grade diatomaceous earth that we'll be talking about and then what else we got oh jumping you know uh and then sitting on the leash and ignoring the dog and just a couple other things and whatever your questions got uh because the the biggest thing that i get for people when uh, people call me and they need help with is walking on a leash and then uh, jumping on them, and then guess. And so we'll do, walking on a leash, folks. You need to get the right collar, training collar, and you need. You know, remember, uh, harnesses retra- restrain; they don't train. So you get the right training collar. And I think most of you are aware of that. My regular listeners is that I use. Uh, it's called a Star Mark collar. You can get it on Amazon or like Peterson's Mill up in North Branch. Uh, they carry them, and then uh, some stores uh, carry them. But I'm not aware. I, of course, I've always got them. But anyway, and what it is is a plastic nylon uh, and nylon type training collar, and it's got like little blunt pyramids on the inside. And what it does is it pokes the dog. Everybody thinks it's muscle behind a correction, and it's not. It's the quickness. It's not a pull. It's a pop, a snap. A jerk, whatever's easiest for you to remember. And so what this does is that, okay, like let's say Brian is not paying attention to me. And so I poke him. And if he doesn't look at me, I'm going to poke him harder. And all of a sudden he's going to look at me like, what? What do you want? Because he got tired of being poked. <laughs> now that I got Brian's attention, now what am I going to either teach him or ask him? And that's exactly the same thing with this the Starmark collar. And I would never put anything on a dog that would hurt any dog. They're, I mean, no way. All we need to do is get the dog's attention and then so we can teach him something. And your goal is you don't need a training collar anymore. And if your dog pulls on a harness, then you're, yeah, you keep not killing his throat. I get that. But the thing is, is that you're teaching them to pull because they're trying to pull ahead and you're pulling them back. And so uh, now if your dog will walk politely on a harness, whether you don't even know the dog is there, fine. A harness is perfect. But if 99% of the, all dogs I see are trying to pull ahead, head and so then what they're doing is they're messing with the hips and the acls and mess screwing around with their their shoulders because all they are is trying to get that little extra centimeter further and so now a dog should right walk politely at your side uh, do you take any dogs for a walk i know you don't have a dog but i mean do you know anybody in your 
in your hood? <laughs> Anybody around you when you go, do they take their dog for a walk or or do you take them for a walk? Not yeah, your friends. To yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, not me personally, but I do have friends and neighbors that bring okay. uh, their dogs on walks all the okay. time. And then like, do, do most of the dogs, are they pulling or scanning out in front of them? Um, yeah, ap- yeah, I would say, um, most of the time I see them or the dog is walking in front of them uh-huh. or on the side. Okay. There's not really any major tugging at all. Because the biggest thing that you want to remember is that he who was in front at the beginning is a leader and who he was in back is a peon. So until your dog gets manners and can walk politely at your side on a loose lead, they have no business why you are in motion to scan in front of you because then there that puts them as a leader and you as the peon. But once they get established at any time you can say heel or walk, the dog will come in and walk politely with you. Then you sometimes you can walk and let them scan because you know at any time they know their manners and you can bring them back in. And so that's why you should sign up for an obedience class. Uh, you can check my website uh, and t- t- I just set uh, some October and November schedules up for puppies and for for dogs that are 12 weeks to four and a half months as puppies and then five months and up is a, a start here class uh just go to mytalk1071.com and click on my website and then you can check the scheduling for that but the whole thing is is that you got to you know don't restrain your dog you're not training them and you're hurting their frame their hips their acls because they're trying to get that inch forward and if you just take a the one time uh, hour and a half start here class you'll be amazed people come you can hear them coming down the hall and the dog's going, <laughs> you know, because they're pulling at the end of the leash. And they go politely out to walk. When they leave, they politely walk their dog to the car. It takes. It doesn't take hardly at all to teach the humans and the dog, this is what I need, this is how I go about it. And then from there, you just tweak it, and it only gets better and better. Okay, we're going to, so if you got a, uh, a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, here it is, Dumb Dad Jokes. You ready? How do celebrities stay cool? How do celebrities stay cool? We'll be back. Thanks for staying with me here in your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, Brian, how do celebrities stay cool? (sighs) I'm always so bad at these dad jokes. Um, (laughs) How do they stay cool? Um... They have many fans. Many fans. All right. That makes they sense. They have many fans. <laughs> That's how celebrity stays cool. All right. And what I said earlier when we were talking about star mark collars, the trading collars, uh, if your dog has never had a collar on, don't put the star mark collar on. First, you've got to acclimate your dog to a regular buckle collar, okay, or a no slip collar, a martingale collar. And then when you do get the star mark collar, it should just slide on, slide off. You don't want any pressure when the collar is, when the dog is paying attention, there should be no pressure of, of the trading collar. That's part of the reward. And then first, when you first put the star mark collar on, you leave the buckle collar on for, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe 15 minutes or so, and if everything's going well, then take the buckle collar off because having the buckle collar or the street collar or the everyday collar on along with the star mark collar, it crosses with that and they don't get the full effect. And then when you take the buckle collar or the street collar off, now they get the full effect of the, um, and remember, you don't pull, you pop. Okay, so that's a star, S-T-A-R-M-A-R-K. You can put up one, and they, they, there's links, there's large and small. And there, you, the, the links you can take apart, so you can add links and you can take uh, links out, depending on the neck of your dog. And usually what you do is you measure your dog's neck and add two inches, and that's a collar for your dog. And I strongly recommend, uh, they're, they're just awesome. But uh, they're only plastic and, and nylon. So the minute the leash comes off, the collar comes off. Do not leave it on the dog. Okay, who's up there, Brian? All right, so we have Peggy on the phone, and she has a question on eye drops for dogs. Eye drops for dogs. Hi, Peggy. How you doing? 
I'm well. How are you? Good. What kind of pupper do you got? Um, she's a 13 and a half year old chocolate lab. Okay. Who is just starting to develop some cataracts. All right. And my husband and a neighbor had recommended or heard about something called Cineria, I believe. Okay. okay. Which is supposedly a drop that can be used on both humans or animals. Right. And it helps dissolve the cataract. And I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. I have not heard of it. And that would be okay. really interesting if that, because my horse has got cataracts and I got him on some supplements that's supposed to help, you know, defray the cataracts, cat, <laughs> the cataracts. <laughs> All right. But no, that's really interesting. Did you uh, uh, Google it, you know, the, 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 uh, the word and then find out more about it? We did. My husband had looked at, apparently there's some studies, um, relatively new studies that are saying it shows promise. All right. And um, my neighbor, who also recommended it, she goes to a holistic vet who has talked to her about it. Mm-hmm. But we, we ha- actually haven't talked to our vet about it yet. My my dog was just in there last week. She's got a number of issues. And we kind of didn't get around to even talking about the cataracts by the time we talked about her Cushing's and her diabetes and oh my. her vestibular and oh her incontinence and you know, she's getting <laughs> to that age. Yes, she is. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> that really is. One thing I learned like with Cushing's, if you, your dog has, uh, has she been diagnosed with Cushing's? Yeah, she has. Uh, get some pedial- Pedialyte and put it in her drinking water because she drinks a lot of water, correct? Well, she did. It, for, it was kind of like first she got the Cushing's diagnosis, and we really weren't seeing too many symptoms of it. Mm-hmm. And then last January, she got the vestibular. Mm-hmm. And after that, because she was drinking huge amounts of water, we okay. realized that she was diabetic. Okay. So she's kind of pretty much herself, mm-hmm. but no one has really mentioned you know, Pedialyte, and yeah. that helps with what? That with the electrolytes and such like that. You know, if they're peeing a lot, they lose a lot of that. You know, just like in human, in you know, in babies and such like that. Uh, Pedialyte, just a little bit. I mean, like let's say, uh, uh, let's say a, a cup of water. You know, a real cup of water. You know. Okay, you'd mm-hmm. want maybe a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon in there because it does have a, 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 a bit of a taste to it. And some dogs are okay with it, and some dogs aren't. And so Pedialyte works really good in their in their. Um, in their system now does your dog have diabetes yes okay then what you want to do she should not be on any processed food whatsoever she should be a totally raw diet or a freeze-dried diet because all your processed foods okay because the vets mostly want to sell you the the specialty feed and the problem is is that it's at least 50 percent carbs what do carbs turn into sugar what sugar does to diabetics mm-hmm. so that's why we should really look into that and get her totally off the carbs get her on a raw diet a formulated raw you can go to Chuckadons, pet evolution uh canine crossing they all have freezers uh and they can help you you know make the transition you can go to uh let's see whatever uh, primalpooch.com primalpooch.com she'll help you either uh help you cook for your dog or uh, get you to understand, you know, feeding a raw diet because you got to get the carbs out of a diabetic. Same with humans, correct? 
Yeah. Yep. And so that's why I don't understand why vets don't go down that road. It drives me absolutely over a tree. And because it's, it, cats are more prone to being diabetic because they get so rotisserie fat on the uh, all the carbs in the dry food. And so mm-hmm. what do they do? They want to put them on a specialty to no, get them off all that dry stuff. Okay. Get get rid of those carbs. And so before you know it, things will start turning around. Numbers will go down. You need less insulin and all is right with the world again. I'm not a vet, but I've just learned a lot over my my years. <laughs> And when you think about it, doesn't that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know, there's so much information out there. It's kind of like a person doesn't really know what. Oh yeah, no, I get to it. Believe I get, or what to trust? I, oh, I get it. But just think about it. Like if you're a human and you yeah. got diabetes, what do you have to stay away from? Sugar, right? Yeah. And you have to stay away from carbs, correct? And so, yeah. and so that's why, like, what happens in the dog or in the pet uh, cat world, the, all the dry food is at least fifty percent carbs. Some of them are sixty, seventy percent carbs, and that all turns into sugar. So it's just FYI. But as far as... Uh, well, no, we will certainly look into it yeah. because we're just trying to give her the best life. Oh, definitely, definitely. Time she has yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so as far as that, the eye thing, you know, that would be up to yourself. You know, I mean, just, you know, it's, it's scary trying something that, you know, you're not sure about because you don't want things to go south. But I think if, the, if you look at the side effects, if what, what, if what what's the worst that possibly can happen? It doesn't work. You know what I mean? So that's the whole thing is maybe to give it a try. I'm always up for trying holistic stuff, you know, and just, you know, you give it a couple of weeks or whatever type thing. And if you know it's a difference, you know, you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like I said, I'm totally because the, when you go to the conventional side, it's diagnose and prescribe. You know, when they yeah. want to give you drugs, they want to give you specialty feeds and such like that. Well, there's other options if you choose to kind of break out of the box and and and, and try different things. So that's what well, I. Well, the one thing she doesn't have a problem with is her appetite. So yay, <laughs> that's good. So we'll give it a try. Yep. So that yeah. So that's the main thing. And keep her as lean as possible. If you can feel her ribs, you're doing a doggone good job. Because that's really important in the diet, you know, just like with humans, if they get diabetic, lose weight, you know, that changes mm-hmm. your numbers drastically. And so, and then if you gain weight, that changes your name, dra- or your, your stats drastically too. <laughs> so yeah, it's just common sense, you know, just think about it. But no, I have not heard of that, but that would be really interesting. Keep me abreast on what you find out and if you use it, how it goes, you know, that's what we're always looking for is more natural ways to do things mm-hmm. instead of diagnose and prescribe. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of natural stuff up there. I'm huge about natural stuff and and trying new stuff. And why not? You know, it's been around longer than God put near as far as, you know, what the Indians used to do. Uh, The Indians used to say that um, whatever is the poison, the uh, not the solution, but the antidote is close around the corner. And one thing, like when if you have pro- poison ivy, and we used to have poison ivy back in the horse pasture, and then there's this, uh, oh, I, I crossed the field, was this, it's called jewel weed, jewel weed. And I always, it was kind of a big bush, and it had little pretty little orange flowers on it. And I did, and somebody that was in the na- natural way said, you got jewel weed. And I'm like, what's jewel weed? That's the antidote for poison ivy. I'm like, what? She says, yeah, pick that. Wrap it in cellophane. She says, put it in the freezer. If anybody gets uh, poison ivy, take it out, unwrap it. You know, take out what you need, rewrap it, freeze it again, and then rub it on the poison ivy, and voila, uh, all better. I'm like, really? So anyway, so I, in fact, I, I just reminded myself, I better go pick some before it freezes. <laughs> and so yeah, jewel weed. You can get it like at... Uh, uh, like Sassafras uh, Health Food Stores in White Bear Lake, and most of your uh, your your uh, health stores will have Jewel weed, but not like the real weed, like 
I've got in my yard or around the pond, I should actually say. But usually, like, if there's a poison not too far from the poison, a.k.a. poison ivy, the antidote is, you know, it's within the vicinity. Isn't that weird? And so, yeah, there's a lot out there we don't know about. Okay, who's up next? Um, we're actually rubbing against the break soon oh, in like 20 against. seconds. So. Well, yeah, well, then we better not do that. We better just wait and not say, okay, <laughs> yes. go, by the way, hold on, we got to be back. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that. Oh, no, no, I, you know me, I don't watch the clock. <laughs> you'll learn that, Brian, you'll, you'll learn that really quick. That <laughs> I, I just have a hard time watching it. So anyway, so if you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. And then, uh, but the main thing is, is that, you know, think. Their natural ways are good ways to go. Okay, what's Forrest Gump's Facebook password? What's Forrest Gump's Facebook password? We'll be back. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, remember all the uh, shows here on uh, my, my talk 1071.com is live streamed. And so oh, you could also catch all the podcasts of all the shows, even mine. Go to my show page on my talk 1071.com. All right. Oops. Oh, here we go. I turned the page. Here we go. What? What's Forrest Gump's Facebook password? All right. I have heard this once. Is it one Forrest one? Excellent. There we go. Finally. There you go. (laughs) See, you're going to get it. You're going to get one Forrest one. Yep. I think that's so funny. Uh, But at one force, it took me a second when I read it. It's like, oh, (laughs) that's why it's a dumb dad joke. I shouldn't say dumb. But anyway, okay, who's up? Yeah, so we have Don on the line, and she had a problem with her dog got uh, bitten by another dog, and Mm -hmm. she was wondering how she can uh, get her dog ready for the real world again. The real world again. Here we go. Okay, hi, Don. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Good. What kind of pupper do you have? I have a mini golden doodle. How many pounds? 40. 40 pounds, okay. Okay, so what happened? Uh, Eddie was in the backyard doing his business, and the neighbor guy decided to let his dog out of his fence, and he came and attacked and mauled my dog. Oh, lordy, oh, lordy. How is your pupper? Is your pupper uh, okay? Yeah, he got a big bite. To his back, uh, right hip. Oh, geez. Got stitches, went to Blue Pearl, the whole... Oh, know. my, oh, my. Okay. <laughs> so... So now he's scared of his own... I mean, now he's scared of other dogs? Well, I have... Whoops. But they know each other really well. Uh-huh. And I want to take him back to the dog park, but... No. We were at the vet to get the stitches out. And then another dog there was kind of, like, growling, barking at him. Mm-hmm. And he cowered and cried. And I'm just thinking, maybe I'm more scared. Yeah. <laughs> I no, don't know. No, no dog parts. End of story. That you can, he can only play with dogs that he knows, and you can control the situation. No dog parks! Exclamation! Exclamation! Because he's already oh. gotten, he's already gotten hurt once, and if he gets hurt one more time, you will have a very reactive dog, and you will become a walker at midnight, so that dog does not see any other dogs. Okay, I'm, I'm a big nut about dog parks. I do not like them because you cannot control the situation, and in the blink of an eye, that all heck can be breaking loose a lot of owners what go happened th- in my yard 
Oh, no, no, no. But if you take them to the dog park, it's going to happen at the dog park, okay? okay? So that's what I mean is that it, it, the thing is, is there's a higher chance, you know, of okay. being, having it happen in the dog park. And they're crazy anyway because most people go there just to visit and not even watching their dog. And then all heck breaks loose and then now there's blood all over the place. So do me a favor. Okay. Only let this dog play with dogs that he knows and he's comfortable with, all right? Okay. And then go, for, right. then go for walks with people that you know and that he knows them. you got to make his world safer so that he is not uh you know a worry wart that he's going to get beat up again and it just you know okay. he basically kind of got sideswiped right i mean did he see it coming yeah no because the dog came through the pine tree ah. and he had no chance okay okay and so yeah so that i mean that's a big bummer because when dogs get surprised like that that surprise stays stays with them for a long time because it's just like you if you got if you got surprised let's say you were just walking down the street and all of a sudden somebody comes up behind you and just bangs you and you you know sends you across the street you know uh being getting clocked all of a sudden you're a nervous wreck going for a walk figuring somebody's going to come up and do it to you again it takes a long time to get over that fear and so your job is don't do there there it's okay he's looking for a leader he's looking for confidence so he seems a little bit worried like oh is that dog gonna give me is that dog gonna give me don't go oh there there it's okay you know every time when a human says it's okay it's not it's usually as we're at the vet we're at the groomer or there's something scary so what you do is oh what is this let's go check this out get him out of the situation go check out a blade of grass go check out a tree go check out a flower you know a rock get his mind off of it and become the cheerleader to help him move forward forward okay okay does that make sense yeah, it makes perfect sense. All right, but please stay out of dog park because he's got bammed once. If it happens again, it's not he's he's gonna be a sniveling idiot. <laughs> and you're not gonna okay. like what you see. <laughs> okay? Oh all right. Thank okay. You. you bet. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. Yeah, because the problem with the dog parks, folks, nobody's paying attention. All right, and like all it takes, I'm surprised just that some dogs, all it takes is one time to get beat up like that, and then they want to go on, they become reactive where they want to eat every dog they see to go on the, I'm going to get you before you get me, you know, thing, and it's, they're really hard to handle, and so that's why, please, folks, whatever did we do before dog parks, you know what we did? We got together with family, friends, co-workers that had dogs, they became friends, we sat and had a couple cocktails where our dogs played, and the dogs knew each other. So they didn't have to rank every time. Because when you go to a dog park, it's never the same. So they have to rank who's going to be one, two, and three. And it becomes hard work for the dogs. It's very... uh, it's a brain brain buster to uh, to do it, and and it's just kind of like we mentioned this before. Okay, when you're young and in in high school or out of high school, you know, like in the your your teens and your twenties, boy, you're rolling up your sleeve and you're partying hardy, and it's just like life is grand. You're drinking all night. You go home, take a shower, and you go to work without even going to bed. But then as you get older, you know, maybe it's thirty. You know, all of a sudden it's like, well, I mean, I'll stay out till like midnight, one o'clock, no more, two, three, four in the morning. Well, as we get older, and same with our dogs but remember they age faster than we that then usually by the time a dog gets to a year and a half to two they are not having fun at the dog parks and then they start getting grouchy at two and a half three and then all of a sudden they're taking out dogs because they're not they're in the party move anymore and a dog part is a party is what it is it, dogs aren't there just they're booking you know they're racing and then and eating and ah and so that's why you know uh you may say oh my dog is having fun well then you get one dog that comes in that's a grouch and causes a pot to stir and now you got a whole different ball game so please think and just have fun 
fun. You know, the truth be told, dogs want to rather just be with us and do things with us. They're humans than to, you know, be running and running with dogs they don't know. Okay. All right. Who's up next? All right. So we have Barb on the phone and she has a barking rescue dog. All right. Hi, Barb. How are you doing? Hi. Good. Good. Thanks. What kind yeah, of pupper? Oh, she is. I think she, she's part. Well, she's terrier. She looks kind of like a West Highland terrier. Oh, okay. Me, but, okay. But, but anyway, she's a wonderful dog. But she barks when anybody, if the car door, anybody's car door, doesn't have to be in our neighborhood. Okay. She can hear anything. She's got great hearing. Okay. And she, she barks. And when they come in the house, she barks her full head off. And even if you tell her it's okay for them to be here, she barks and barks. And then she does settle down and she settles down beautifully eventually. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So, okay. I don't know what to do about okay. that. Okay, well, a couple of things. Number one, okay, let's address uh, people coming over to your house. Before mm-hmm. you open, first of all, in the meantime, you're going to teach her quiet. Do the word quiet or enough, all right? Okay. You're going to get a hair mister filled with water set on stream. You can get it at Wally World or any of the travel sections, those small spray bottles, you know? Okay. Okay, fill, fill that with water, set it on stream. And so then what you're going to do is you're going to have somebody be uh, the neighbor. You're going to knock on the door. You're going to have mm-hmm. her on a leash, okay? Okay. And so yep. now the minute she starts to bark once you see who it is and you're okay with it that her job is done and then you step up and say ah quiet and if she doesn't you blast her in the face with the water you give her ah blast her in the face with the water and then say your quiet word quiet and, the, and i say uh, i say something i say ah yeah you give her what? a growl ah you know that oh, growl okay. ah. got it, got the lower yeah. and slower your voice is the more deep doo-doo the dog's in okay <laughs> most dogs are no to death no 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 and pretty soon the dog is i'll sing along with you let's bark together <laughs> all right so yeah, what you, i always say no bark you yeah, know but, no eyes you're gonna give a growl because that's what mom did when she was with her mom okay mom would give a growl and if the pups didn't yeah. back off mom they'd pay the price with mom's teeth around their neck Okay, or a snap in their face. And so yeah. what you're going to do is get their attention. Ah! And then uh, you're quiet. Blast her in the face. Quiet. And then as soon as she, even if she quits for a second, don't pet her. Just calmly say thank you. Don't say good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. All right? Okay. You're just going to yeah. say thank you. Every all time right. you say good, good girl or good boy, that says they're into recess mode. I'm going to, let's go. Yeah, let's party. <laughs> so you, you, you're right. You want to keep them calm. So as soon as she calls, yeah. don't pet her, just say, oh, thank you. Very nice. If she looks like she's yeah. going to rev up to bark again, ah, 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 quiet. And then she backs off. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Because you want the dog to bark at you, not you, but you know who's at the door. Because if you don't right. like who's there, you want that dog to keep barking. But the minute yep. that you step and see, okay, and you're so you're okay, mm-hmm. then hit the dog's job is done, and then it's ah quiet. As soon as they quiet, oh, very nice. It's not don't yell. Your deep, slow voice is what the dog is going to listen to. It's not the volume of it. It's the deep, slow voice. And then your okay. goal is you don't need the water anymore. The first five times is ah blast quiet, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be ah quiet and if he doesn't then the blast comes in all right so that's the first way i would handle it and practice it to you know keep that bottle handy like she's barking at squirrels the barking at squirrels out the uh the window or whatever ah 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 she can look but she doesn't need to react all right sure and but now yeah but now the thing um the other thing that you can do is uh you can get a bark collar uh, you can find them online, and they have ones that are just uh, uh, vibrate. They don't snap. There's just there's a ding and then a vibration. And some dogs okay. listen well to that, and some dogs don't. So mm-hmm. if this doesn't do well, you can try that. 
But usually the blast in the I, face of the water gets them to back off. I have one of these things that you just push the button. It has a light on it, and it must be a sound. Okay. And that worked for a little while. Okay. And now she kind of is used to it. Okay. Did you? Yeah. You know, but did, it has that little blast. You know, it, it, it must have some kind of a sound. Oh, yeah. It's an ultrasonic sound. Change the oh. batteries. Maybe the batteries are low, and so it doesn't have much punch to it. Oh, okay. So very change the, good idea. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, change the batteries and see if that will work. Okay. Great. Otherwise, try try the water. But your goal is you should just be able to say, "Ah, quiet." And she's gonna. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Oh. I'm done. I'm done. All right. What? I said all right. They got something to do now. Yes, exactly. Okay. Also, she oh, to hold on a sec. I got to I got to run to yeah. break. So hold on, and we'll oh, take it oh, when we get back. Okay. 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 So hold on. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Did you hear about the man who fell into an upholstery machine? We'll be right back. Oh, isn't that nice? No Justin Bieber. I like that. Always a good day, huh? Always a good day. All right. I wish we'd play some Randy Travis. But anyway. Okay, here we are. Did you hear about the man who fell into an upholstery machine? No. He's fully recovered. Hey. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> He's fully recovered. As in, you recover upholstery. Get it, guys? Ha, ha. Sometimes people need to be explained, so I just want to get that. Okay, who's up? Yeah, so we still have Barb on the phone. Okay, yes, she has something else. What do we got there, Barb? Oh, yes. She wants to go out in the middle of the night, sometimes three in the morning. Okay. And she, first she'll climb on me, and I'll massage her a little bit, and then she'll climb on my husband <laughs> to go out. She doesn't want me. If he's around... He puts her out because that's all she wants to put out is daddy. Daddy has to put her out. Okay. Well. Which, which I love, you know. But, oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah. in the middle of the night, she yeah. crawls right on top of me and lays down. Well, she isn't she just a trainer of her mom and dad? She is, and she's just a doll. She's she. We've had four dogs, and she's at least as the best one, I think. There she's you great. go. But so that's what she's you got to do. The, the, what I would tell the dog is, ah, it's wrong, you know, uh-uh. Go back to sleep. Nope, I wouldn't answer it. And it will take yeah. three three nights where she's going to be very persistent, and you got to be more persistent, and then she'll move on. She's created okay. a new routine, um, yeah. you know. As, and so, uh, yeah. And so, what's happened mm-hmm. is that it's not fun, and especially when uh, when it starts getting cold out, you know, and you're all snugged in, and you don't want to get up right. and take her outside. Exactly. You better work on that now because that snowflakes are right around the corner. I know. <laughs> And she'll sit there on his pillow until she brings the treat in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, no so treats little... here because you are. That's what compounding this oh, problem. I know it, and I told him. I said you are spoiling her. Yep, no, it's not spoiling her. What that is is causing a very bad habit. Very oh, bad habit. So it's okay. not a spoil. So the thing is, is this is nothing to mess with. Like I said, when when you when dogs are not sleeping through the night, it's usually yeah. because the parents have done that, where they taken them out and got, gave them a treat when they came back in. And the dog's like, "Whoa, I'm waking up every yeah. morning at two, three o'clock. This is great." Exactly. It's just exactly. like you know, so if every let's see if I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, somebody maybe a really nice chocolate malt with extra malt. <laughs> I'd make sure I get up at three o'clock every morning to get that malt. Okay. <laughs> And that's, so that's and so the alarm. Yeah. And so what you've got to do, though, is like I say, you got to get your husband to understand. Number one, no treat. Yeah. Number two, don't answer it. Because when is around the corner and ask hey, when it's 80 below or not 80 below. But what yeah. is, are you going to want to wake her? She's going to wake no, up. No, we are not. Yeah. She's going to wake you up just to go to the door. When you open the door, she's running back to bed. And now she just got you out of a nice, cozy bed. And yeah. but she's still waiting for a treat. <laughs> Exactly. So you got to well, be I careful. It, you bet. You're very knowledgeable. Well, thank you. Sometimes.
Cheers. <laughs> you, you always okay, are. Okay, you have you. a good evening. Thank you for the call. You too. Bye bye. Thanks a lot. Okay. You know, it's another thing, Brian. I don't know if it's. Been, I don't think we've had one since you've been here aboard. Is that uh, some people that have got new puppies? They set their alarm to wake up at one, two o'clock, let the puppy out. Mm. I'm like, that's like you know the old thing. Let uh, when babies are sleeping, you know. Let them sleep and you get some sleep too. Yep. Never wake up a sleeping baby. You either <laughs> go to sleep yourself or you get stuff done until the baby wakes up. And that's the same thing with dogs. You never, ever. This, this gal was said, she's, I said, now you just created a dog that will wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you know, or whatever you're setting your alarm for. They won't sleep to the night. You installed it in their head into their clock you know internal clock to wake up at two o'clock mm-hmm. no you, you 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 know if they wake you up fine you don't say anything you shuffle out let them go potty don't pet them don't touch them don't, i mean talk to them or anything then you shuffle back put them back in the kennel you go back to sleep because it's just like if you have to get in the middle of the night to take a leak or whatever type thing then um if somebody turns on the bright light and now you're really awake it's like now you go back and you just can't get back to sleep but if you could shuffle there and shuffle back you know half away you know then you can go right back to sleep again mm-hmm. and so that's why no don't ever set an alarm for puppies to wait let them wake you up and you might you just might find they will be sleeping you know if you go to bed nine ten, using the norm for pups under uh, five months between if you go to bed nine ten, they wake up between one two and five six and then pretty soon that one two goes through and they wait they, they will go all the way through to five six so that's what i mean never ever you would rely on them you know to wake you up okay who's up yeah, so we have Laura on the phone, Okay. and she has a cat that has struvite bladder stones. Hopefully I'm pronouncing Struvite, that right. Yep, 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 very good. Look at you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Laura, how you doing? Uh, not too bad. Okay, how old's your cat? Four. Four. Whoa, that's a young cat for something like this. Yeah, yeah a oh. male cat. He was on Taste of the Wild, Okay. dry food, yep. when he got the struvites a year ago, Yep. and they... Um, treat him with antibiotics for a week and put him on science diet FO urine track food Mm -hmm. and they went away and Mm -hmm. he was good for several months and then at five six months later he he, uh, got him again and he was on fresh pet at this time eating fresh pet Mm -hmm. Um, they treated him again Mm -hmm. and they went away and then they came back just recently uh, a month and a half ago, and they did a two-week antibiotic this time instead of one week. Mm-hmm. And then she told me to leave him on the science diet, canned food, mm-hmm. um, SO. So we've done that, but he continues to mark now, mm-hmm. and now it's basically became a behavioral problem. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't feel good. His tummy's upside down. Now, because of all this antibiotics, have you been doing any probiotics and prebiotics? No. Oh, you got to get that going ASAP because well, the antibiotic. What would you recommend? Um, you can get him? the pre. Uh, you could go to vitalplanet.com. Vital Planet, okay. Yeah, and they also have a good cat vitamin too that you might want to try with him. Also, okay. I would try mushrooms. Uh, go to shrooms. Shrooms is called. It's mushrooms for cats and dogs. Shrooms. Okay. Because as they're medicinal, boy, that's easy for me to say. Mushrooms, and it really helps, uh, you know, help the system. Okay, um, I've been using that with one of my do- one of my cats, and he's really snapped back with the shrooms. And okay. then anyway, but the big thing here is whatever the probiotic prebiotic says on the label, you know, for your uh, for your weight of cat, 
Okay. okay. Once you build, take it like a, you know at least four or five days to build what they say on the package. Okay. Then I, if this was my cat, I would double it for two weeks and then go back to just what they suggest because his cat has taken a pounding with that antibiotics and his I get his tummy's probably upside down and sideways. And cats mm-hmm. are really hard to get to take supplements, but you want to, what you want to start feeding this cat is grain free canned food, some raw hamburgers, some raw, uh, ground turkey, some raw chicken. Try to get some raw into this cat. Cat turns, cat, like I say, take change hard. So you just might have to give them a pinch of uh, a hamburger, a pinch of raw uh, t- a chicken. And then eventually, like I said, he'll like it better and better and better. But you need grain-free canned food. Nutrisource have got, um, I think, six, seven of them that do not have any chicken. I would get them off a of chicken. All right, get them off a chicken. Get them off a chicken. Yep, okay. and because the thing is, is that chicken, unfortunately, um, almost every cat, my one cat, Walter, had a chicken aversion, and this is maybe 10 years back. And anyway, I looked at all the canned cat foods, and there was none without chicken. So I gave him dog food. <laughs> because I could find dog food without the chicken. And then I just made mm-hmm. sure I bumped up, you know, I gave him some raw hamburger and raw ground to bump up his protein because cats is all about protein, okay? Until mm-hmm. then, Nutrisource came out with, it's either six or seven that has no chicken in it. And so he might have a chicken inversion that's also causing part of this problem. And so that's why I'd really work on no pro, no chicken and then some raw and then some probiotics, prebiotics, and then um, from Vital Planet. And then some shrooms, and that would be my thing to start with. But now, as you start adding things to the cat, now you add a little bit of warm water to the to the uh, grain free canned food because cats lick their food; they don't chew. All right, so if you yeah. can make it kind of a you know a gravy ish, and then sneak in some of the stuff gradually, add it slower and slower, and then hopefully your cat will take it and and won't put turn his nose up to it. Okay. Okay. So and then you think he'll stop marking, even though he's. He doesn't have stroop bites. Right? No, he's just been through hell. Marking. No, I know, but his his system is is hell. It is it's it's in the toilet. Okay, and so he doesn't feel good. So he's he's cranky. He's got a mark. Get anti icky poo. Anti icky poo. And that that's the best. Using nature's miracle. No, that's not. Nope. 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 Okay. Well, you want anti icky poo and then or snout. Snout. It's a new product. It's from in Minnesota company, in fact. And so those are the best because they have the. Uh, <clears throat> what do you want? What do you want? Da, 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 da. The enzyme that changes the, enzyme. the yeah that yeah. changes the chem- chemical compound uh, of urine, and that's the only one. The anti poo is the only one I found that worked on cat urine. The other ones didn't, even though they had said they said that enzyme. No, the only one. Okay, it doesn't. So yeah. Okay. Anti icky poo. Using that, and I had a black light because uh-huh. I wasn't seeing where he was going all the time, just to try to eliminate the spots. But right, nothing seems to be helping. He does live with. Five other cats, but they they get along great. Yep. yep. No, his and every, and the his other system ones are doing fine, and none of the other ones are marking at all. They right, but no, it's his systems. It yeah, weird. no, his system's upside down. And when you get him feeling better, that will go away. He is unhappy, and that's why he's marking. It's not a territorial thing. Okay. What, what do you think about them pheromone collars that okay. are supposed to calm them? I got to run. I go. If you want to hold on, I got to go to break right now. Okay, so okay. hold on. Okay. What kind of egg did the evil chicken lay? We'll be back.